Sally here. Just a quick one, just a quick one. If you like this really sweary podcast by Kalechi, sorry, Kalechi, do remember to rate and review Say Your Mind on Apple Podcasts, okay? Now for the very urban intro music. <laughs> it's the Ben's Brunani woman, this baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this. Baby, sit down, sit down, receive this realness. Make sure your cup's ready for the tea, we are go sip it, yo. Hard time scrolling for your long shorts. You might learn something you never know. Collect you find, and she's one of a kind. Don't say you mind, say you mind. Try me as I am. Try your life. I will cast you out. You'll feel sacrificed. Don't tell me it's not worth fighting for. I can't help it. There's nothing I love more. You know it's true. Every straw I fling. I fling it for you. Ha! Ha ha! Yes. Another classic, if you'd call it that. You know, Brian Adams gave us the vocals, then Brandy Norwood, I was going to say Brandy Newwood. Brandy Norwood came through and gave us the vibes plus the vocals. Like, Brandy Norwood is legit. Probably top three, the best singers of our generation. I'm sure if Sadiq was here, he would probably say something that was really, really left field that I'm sure we would not be able to agree with. But I know that there are wayward people out there that agree with his musical hot takes. But I genuinely love Brandy. I think that she's such an amazing singer. And I didn't do justice to her singing at all in my rendition there. But, you know, we've only got one life to live, you know? It has nothing to do with what I just said. But sometimes just put... Look... Sometimes just put statements together, right? If you say something wayward, just pause and at the end just say, look, at the end of the day, guys, we've only got one life to live. Just say it in your board meetings and everybody will be like, rah, that's profound. You haven't said a motherfucking thing, but they'll think it's profound. Trust me. So who are you trusting? Well, it is me, Kalechi, in the Blood Club place to be. And you are listening to SYM, officially known as Say Your Mind, unofficially known as what, what? That's right. Suck your mum. Welcome back, baby girls, baby boys, baby non-binaries my baby people collectively. We are back for another week. And I'm very, you know, happy to be here as, I was going to say as always, but yeah, I'd say as always, as of recently, I'm just, you know, just doing my thing. Um, Thank you to the people who sent messages uh, about me not posting online. I'm sure by now I would have probably posted something by the time this episode comes out. Um, And sometimes I just like to take breaks. If you listen to the podcast, you know I don't like really being on social media like that unless I've got something to say. And I think it's a beautiful spiritual practice to know when to shut the fuck up. Like, I really think that more people should add that to their spiritual praxis um, and their theory. Just shut the fuck up. If you've got nothing to say, just shut up. And I try to live by that, you know, and this is really, you know, we see it in all sorts of um, spiritual teachings, really being with your breath. You know, Khalil Gibran says, you know, the only time we talk is when we're not at peace with our thoughts. Them things there, breathing techniques, meditation, everywhere you're being told to shut the fuck up. 
So yeah, I just like to lean into that vibe. Um, congratulations to everybody who managed to get their whiskey tickets. That's all I will say on that. Um, and yeah, we're just back. We're back to do this thing called, um, you know, a podcast, I guess. If you're listening to for the first time, don't know where the fuck you've been, but welcome. And to everybody else, my G's, uh, we, we go again, we go again. So what I have decided to do for this week is read, do four different tarot readings for the four elements. So the air sign, water sign, fire sign, and earth sign. So if you know your sun sign, um, if you know your, um, moon and your rising as well, that's great. Um, you can listen to those as well. But if you know your, your sun sign, your, um, zodiac sign, that's what you generally call it, your sun sign, um, yeah, so find out what element it's in, and I'll tell you when I'm reading them out anyway, I won't just leave you guessing, um, and yeah, so you see which, see where the messages vibe for you, big up to all of the people that managed to grab a slot, um, from the, uh, availability that I put out over the weekend, I'll be adding more slots as and when I know my timetable or my schedule, but as I'm always saying, the best way for you to find out is to join Patreon and just wait there, honestly, just wait there, then you'll see when I'm available, um, otherwise, yeah, we move, we get right into this, I guess, I was gonna say, I watched Love is Blind after the altar, and I don't like Amber, I really don't like Amber, I just, like, okay, we all know that, what's her name, the, the one that has, like, haystack looking hair, the one that also liked Barnett, she, yes, she moved mad, she really did move mad, and her eyes, around her eyes are very dry, she was the one that was sharing wine with her dog, innit, anyway, and then she was paired with Mark, imagine I can remember all of their names, but her name is just skipping, it's just not in my mind, I'm actually gonna look it up, so I was watching, and yeah, like, we all know that she moved mad, but it's the way that Amber was behaving that I just, generally, I just thought it was a bit, it's, I just thought it was a bit wild, um, and when she was speaking to, is it Diamond? When she was speaking to Diamond and, and JC, I think it was, they were having a chat about how Mark basically slid into JC's, or is it Elsie? I called her JC. Who knows? It's, it's a C shot. It's, it's an initial. Um, he must've slid into, Mark must've slid into her DMs. And she was like, oh, she thought that they were dating during the pandemic and that then she ended up getting um, COVID. It's Elsie, that's it. She ended up getting COVID because actually he was checking other girls as well. And she's telling this um, thing. And obviously we know that with reality TV shows, all of them things there, like we don't know everything that went down. And then there's a lot of editing as well. And everything's obviously contrived because they've probably been there for hours and hours filming the same thing over and over. So she's saying that and Amber's sitting there trying to act all astute and she's like, yeah, but you're all adults. We're like, we're all adults. We're all grown people. I was like, shut the fuck up. Do you not remember your credit rating, you dumb bitch? Don't you remember your credit rating? You got with Barnett and you, the debt, the debt was flowing out of your vagina. All the money that you owed the government, that you owed the state was flowing out of your vagina. But suddenly you know that people are adults because you've got him looking after you and you're, and you're doing homemaker. Behave yourself. I feel like people really start to act brand new when they end up and um, when they get to a different level or they feel in life or a different stage in life. Like, 
I think it was Diamond that was saying to her, like, oh, but, you know, you've been single before, so can you just, you know, relax, like, honestly, relax, recline, take a breath, but, yeah, she was really doing a lot, and I understand her not wanting to accept the gift, and I think that Barnett was so sweet, his name's Matt, in it. I just thought he was so sweet when um, she came up to him, I really need to remember this girl's name, I think it was Jess, um, she came up to him, and she tried to like give him something. She tried to give him a gift for him and um, um, Amber. And he was just like, oh no, sorry. I can't be seen speaking to you. I cannot accept the gift. And he rushes off. And I just thought, you know what? Cool. Because as far as I'm concerned, if I'm beefing somebody, my partner's also beefing that person. I don't want to hear. And of course he should be like, he should be beefing her as well. Yeah. Her name is Jess with the dry eyes. Um... Yeah, so if I'm beefing someone, like fam, we're beefing them as a family. So it's really, really that simple. But more of a reason, like he, yeah, he, and I think he reached out to her or something. And I think maybe Amber didn't like that. So he was definitely banned from interacting with her. But you could see that he felt bad. But it is what it is. Like if I say that we're not talking to somebody, we're not talking to them and we keep it moving. So I kind of can get with Amber in that regard. But everything else, I just thought her vibe was nasty. And then obviously everybody loves Lauren and Cameron and they are like the poster children or the poster couple of Love is Blind, um, you know, swirl, hashtag swirl. Um, but yeah, I just think that their relationship is so cute. I'm like, I'm happy that Lauren is happy. I'm happy that Cameron is happy. Like he's obviously really stepped up since she's gotten with him, helping him with his style and stuff. But the only thing I can't get with, I'm really, really sorry, is the not washing of the chicken. Like he genuinely said, oh, but you know, it's going to cook at a high temperature. So that's fine. Like Lauren, get your boo in order. Get your boo, your get your science, your science baby. Get your test tube guy in order because that's wild. I don't care. Like I have more of a reason, more than ever, to have the stance that I have now. You lot like to tell me, oh, but it's the general consensus that we don't wash chicken. No, no, it's the general consensus with the whites. With the whites, it's the general consensus not with me, not with me and mine over here, so sorry, the same people that don't want to wash their legs also don't want to wash chicken, and I'm meant to take advice from them, I don't think so, I'm so fine, and when it's like, oh, but if you don't, if you wash the chicken, then the germs will go everywhere, so again, what you're telling me is that you don't wash your legs, and then you don't clean your sink, wow, wow, I, don't, I can't even say what does it feel like to be God's favourite because I don't think that God likes that. So just consider that. Consider that the same people who are giving you um, hygiene advice about not washing chicken and rare tete also collectively don't wash their legs. Hmm. Everything is smelly. Everything is smelly. Um, and I just felt a bit bad for Diamond as well, obviously, because, you know, she's out there really, really trying. What were those chopsticks in her hair, please? Like, I, I don't even, I don't even want to delve into it, but the, the bun was skinny and then the, the chopsticks were just there for, I, I just don't understand. Are you going to a sushi bar after this? Or I don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But, you know, she looked cute and her wig wasn't wonky like um, the, the the other time. But you know that guy that she was seeing? I don't even want to remember his name. Like, his name really escapes my mind. But um, that when he was rude to her or whatever, 
he's got really strong, like really massive behavioral problems because even when he was speaking to Lauren at, um, at the bar before they had the, you know, cause the whole premise in case you don't know, love is blind. I'm sure you've watched that. If you haven't watched that, it was like a dating show where they don't see each other until they, I think they propose and then they see each other and only two couples made it from the first season. And so love is blind after the altar is us seeing them two years on because obviously there was a panoramic, there was a whole ass panoramic in the middle and they filmed the year before the panoramic. So um, we're seeing them after, like two years after, like their two year anniversary. And so that's the, the whole premise of everyone meeting up and having this reunion and having this little party. But um, yeah, before they had the party, Lauren goes to go and meet up with the one that was rude to Diamond. And he starts, is his name Carlton? Yeah, I think his name was Carlton. That's it. And he then starts like, getting rude to to Lauren as well and I just thought nah this guy is not all right he's a mad guy but yeah I just thought I'd share that anyway but let's get into the tarot I was just sharing a bit of what I'm watching I'm currently watching the Real Housewives of Potomac as well but I was trying to watch the beginning seasons and then because of my friend Rihanna um, I jumped to watching the season the season is it five reunion and when all of that stuff was happening with Monique and so now I just feel like I can't go backwards. So now I've just started watching the new season. Um, yeah, and I still can't stand Giselle. I honestly do not know who's worse between Giselle and Kenya Moore from Real Housewives of Atlanta. They are the most toxic women I've ever seen on TV. They are vile. No, not the most toxic women I've seen on TV. That's pushing it because I think Wendy Williams is the most toxic woman one of the most toxic women I've ever seen on TV. I can't stand Wendy Williams and there's nothing you could tell me about that. Um, all right. All right. Let's get on with the tarot then, shall we? Let's do that. So I'm going to start with the air signs. Um, yeah, let's start with the air signs. So the air signs are Gemini, Libra and Aquarius. So if you are a Gemini sun, Libra sun or Aquarius, this is your message. Um, let's do it. So we've got the temperance card in reverse. We've got the sun card. Then we've got the queen of swords. And then we've got the three of wands in reverse. Three of queen of swords in reverse. Three of wands in reverse. Then we've got from the wisdom of the oracle deck, number 25, round and round. And then we've got from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck, rest in the knowing that you're buff. All right, let's talk about it. You need to stop doubting that God is working in your life. Bear sunflowers here bear sunflowers there's sunflowers in the temperance card there's sunflowers uh, on the sun card literally like there's so much sun there's so much sun in your life there's so much joy in your life but you've got your back turned to it like look at where the joy is like don't worry about the things that you don't think are sprouting yet it feels like a continuation of the message from last week and for some of you because the angel is wearing a striped jumper if you are newly exploring your sexuality or um and and um or maybe reconsidering where you fall in terms of how you identify in terms of your gender and things like that again be easy on yourself and 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 work on um moving away from yeah, deviating from the kind of internalized notions about, oh, God won't love you and rare, rare, rare. I really, I really wanted to speak on that, um, actually. To me, you're a real bullshit Christian. You're a real bullshit human being. If when you're speaking to people who, um, identify as queer or, you know, um, you're speaking to people and then you say something to them like, oh, 
you know, God says, um, love the sinner, hate the sin, or like, oh, you know, a, you know, a sin is a sin or whatever. Like there's some ways that you lot phrase some really homophobic shit that really pisses me off. And quite personally, you're not important to me or this podcast. Like I would be happy for you to go and fuck right off. Yeah. I, I honestly mean that with all of my heart, because at this stage, if you ca- cannot start to do the work, the inner work that you need to do to understand how colonialism really fucked up your idea of what sexuality is, what gender is, then I don't, I really don't know for you. You couldn't have gotten to this episode of this podcast and still be doing, oh, but God says, love the sin. I hate the sin. Well, you should go and tell that, per- tell that to the person that does your braids, where they drag all the hair follicles from the very bottom and then they leave you with those white specks at where the braid meets the scalp go and tell them about loving the sinner and hating the sin because the sin is the braids that they're doing on your head go and tell them that and keep your mouth shut um but I just wanted to get that out but back to the actual tarot reading yeah you've got to get rid of these internalized notions of what it means to be you and and feeling like oh that there's an underlying thing where you're questioning whether God actually does love you. And that that should be under no, like you should never ever question that. Like you are divinely loved, you're divinely celebrated and fuck any motherfucker who says otherwise, right? Um, so it's about finding that balance. Like you're losing balance in your spiritual life because you're so kind of like, oh, the things that I want in terms of the physical um, realm, like materially, I don't see a, um, a, um, arriving yet. But the sun card is right fucking there. The sun card is like, no, babes, I have arrived. I have arrived. There might be a couple of clouds in my way, but baby, I am here. And that's further confirmed by the Queen of Swords being in reverse because the Queen of Swords is sitting on her stone, like a concrete throne, one hand up into the air and one hand holding the sword. And the sky is a clear blue, but just below her chest, we see like a culmination of like, um, I think we call them cumulonimbus clouds, I'd say. Um, so that's kind of reminding you that you've got to have your head clear because the things that you've want that you've ever like you've always wanted are arriving. Um, might like I said, a couple of clouds in a way, maybe a couple of weeks, a couple of months of delay, but your things are here. So get your spirit up, get your energy up and and really be thankful. I know that people throw that around a lot, like just be grateful for your life and gratitude brings more things. But honestly, they're not lying just that switch of being grateful for the things that are currently here makes space for the things that are to come. And then you've got the three of wands in reverse as well. Also remember that once these things arrive, you might be asked to start, um, traveling a lot, moving around a lot. Um, and you need to be prepared for that. So all of this stuff that you're doing where like you, you've got your back turned, I'm seeing lots of red. So lots of success, understand that success also comes with sacrifices, you know? So, this one that you're like, oh, well, my blessings haven't arrived or the things I want to achieve, I just don't see them like showing up um, right now and blah, 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 blah. But when they show up, are you going to be all right? When they show up, are you ready to go? So it's about thinking about that. If some of you are in new relationships or even long-term partnerships, things like that, you might have to travel alone. You're having to consider those things. How will those things affect you? So be really, really sure that you've got your house in order before you start screaming up and down that your blessings haven't arrived yet because they have, like they're literally like 
just very very close um and then like I said the card that you've got is rest in the knowing that you're buff and it's just that reminder like rest fam rest like chill out chill the fuck out like the things are here and you're and you're well looked after you are well looked after and all you're being asked to do is just have a teeny bit more patience just a teeny bit more patience and you'll be surprised at the things that come your way and um, the card from the wisdom of the oracle deck is uh round and round number 25 let's see that's it you spin me right round baby right round like a record baby round 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 turn it up trevor sorry i just went off on one there um the oracle's message the appearance of this card is a reminder that although it may appear that you've gone back spirit spirit are you there are you there because i want to say thank you i want to say thank you for never making a liar out of me wow let's start again wheel it up selector trevor play the track again all right the oracle's message the appearance of this card is a reminder that although it may appear that you've gone backwards, the truth is that you're standing at a higher level, looking down into your circumstances. You will learn something, do something better and break a cycle set up in the past. You actually have a bird's eye view of your initial footprints and can access the wisdom and lessons learned. Um, relationship message here says, are you wondering, how did I get here again? Does something feel familiar right now in your dynamics with others? Maybe a little too familiar? Don't be surprised that you found yourself repeating an old story with the same sort of person who may not look similar, but who attracted you because of your easy acquaintance with his or her qualities. Your relationship is a mix of what is good and what is potentially challenging. You have been drawn to this person through the perfection of spirit's plan for your evolution. You may have circled back to an accustomed spot, a familiar place, but that's fine as you get to do things again, only differently this time, for you learned something of great value since the last time around how will you choose to behave now that you're aware remain curious and stay out of the blame game let's play the i'm not seeing that guy's song because he annoys me anyway prosperity message if you're in a scenario that appears to be an echo of something that's already happened in the past in your work life, it is because you're being invited to see what you couldn't see before. This is a perfect time for you to look at the deeper motives you have and your attraction to the opportunities and people who have entered your life to be part of your journey to prosperity. Who helps you navigate? Who sabotages you? Who supports you? What are the familiar signs and your responses to them? When you find yourself in a repeat of a pattern of the past, it's a good time to get a coach or mentor who can help you see what you can't on your own. Repeat what works, not what doesn't. Then you will free yourself from the old cycles and cease going round and round. Protection message says, are you refusing to see your own personal responsibility for repeating lessons you don't need to relearn? You have to surrender now to the fact that you are the common denominator in all these repeat performances. Be happy, for this is a wonderful spot to be in. You can now see the cycles that you wish to exit. Once you figure out that you what you um, that you have the power to stop going round and round, you possess the key to your freedom. Be good to yourself. It's not about blame, but accountability. You can have the abundance life filled with love and prosperity that spirit so wants for you and I think that's a mood and that's probably why we've got the queen of swords there also in reverse about being able to think clearly oh my things haven't arrived oh things aren't going the way that I want them to 
But are you looking at the situation in a way that lets you see that, no, this time it's different. This kind of woe is me story that you want to run this time round. Maybe it's like, look at literally your life is different now. The you that could have run this story, let's say seven, eight years ago, has to, would look at the situation you'll be in now and be like, are you mad? Like, what are you talking about? It's only because you've reached this stage that now you're, you're impatient for the next stage. But just understand that, even when you didn't know your power, you stumbled into the life that you have. So now that you're realizing the power, the only way is up, whoo, baby, you and me. Ah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's, um, that's a message for the air signs. I pray that it resonates with you. Sending lots of love. All right, let's get to the water signs. So the water signs celebrate good times come on na, 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 na. um this is beautiful for the water signs so in case you don't know whether you're a water sign i'm talking to cancer scorpio and pisces um first card is the ace of cups we've got the queen of wands we've got the wheel of fortune and then we've got the fool card and then we've got forget the word failure even exists, do your thing. And then we've got from the wisdom of the Oracle deck, number 38, to be fair. This is beautiful because like, this is your time of abundance is um, here. I know that I was mentioning similar to um, the air signs just now, but yours is different. Like yours is literally like you're in it. You're in it right now. Like so much opportunity is arriving for you where like everything's overflowing and I'm looking at this and I'm thinking about your emotional needs finally being met fam you finally started to say what it is you want from people because when you're a water sign cancer scorpio pisces you have um we have because I'm so scorpio dominant as well this tendency to try to communicate with people non-verbally to communicate through telepathy you just feel like people should know how you're feeling and should know what you want and when they don't you're just like oh man fuck these humans man they don't even know how to communicate properly I'm out here telling them these things and they're not even picking it up nobody knows what I need everybody's mean nobody cares about me nobody loves me but meantime, you just haven't told them how you want to be loved, right? Um, I just want to be loved. I just want to be loved. Sorry, I'll stop doing my music breaks. But at the same time, why should I? It's my fucking podcast. So, um, yeah, so um, you're finally saying the things that you want. And so then you're finding that more things are um, being given to you. Like you're literally saying, I want this. And, you know, they say that, you know, uh the, you know, first there was the word and, um, in the beginning there was the word and the word was with God. Like you have to say the thing for the thing to become a reality. You have to first admit that you want the thing for it to become a reality. If you're too shook to say out loud what it is that you want, how do you expect it to manifest? Like the tongue is powerful. We're told this all the time in private times, in private spaces, especially first thing in the morning before you speak to any other person, I implore you water signs. And I guess, in fact, all of you man could do it. Man is not gender, gender neutral. It's not gender specific in this case, but, um, I implore all of you man to do it. Like, First thing in the morning, before you speak to any other human being, say the exact things that you want for your life. Like say it out loud, whisper it, all of that stuff. If you're next to somebody, if you lie down in bed with something, be somebody, be be careful, be cautious of your morning breath. But all of that stuff, um, just say it, whisper it, but make sure sound comes out of your mouth as you say 
what it is that you want for your life every morning as soon as your eyes open as soon as you're conscious say the things that you want for your life as they pertain to your highest good say it say it and you'll see that in no time at all these things will start to show up because that has to be the first thing on your mind that has to be the first thing that you that you go for that you say that you put out in the world before you even start your day it's important so ace of cups is about that it's about the fact that you're being listened to and literally everything that you're asking for will start to appear because you're finally using your mouth you're finally using that energy to call it forth then we've got the queen of wands energy here as well so we've just gone from ace of cups abundance of water and then we've gone to the queen of wands who controls fire so you're able to now redirect your passions and um you're using that kind of emotional abundance that you have to, you know, um, take action in the physical world. And for some people, this is about fertility as well. So if I'm reading these cards another way, Ace of Cups, the overflowing cup, whap, wet ass pussy. Sorry, I'm so sorry. Um, And then we've got the Queen of Wands. And because I'm using the Lisa Stirl Modern Witch Tarot deck, the Queen of Wands has her tummy exposed. And whenever I see this in readings, it's usually either somebody is pregnant or trying to become pregnant. Um, and then she's holding the sunflower as well. And especially, and then in her other hand, she's holding her wand, which is on fire, a very phallic symbol. So um, this is a real time of deep psychic um, power for a lot of you so you're able to create from that space even if it's not creating a human but for quite a few of you if you are considering that oh you know you want to um have a child um working towards that this is a great time it says like it's a really really great time um because the wheel of fortune card is here as well upright so you literally the portal has been opened for you for you for you to bring the the things that you want that you desire to bring them to the fore for those of you who don't want to be pregnant protection, protection, or otherwise you'll be walking in McDonald's. So, um, yeah, be, remember that you're very fertile right now. And, um, you know, you can redirect that energy of fertility into creating work. So you, right now you might find that your, um, creative projects just start to bang. They just start to really pick up speed. Some of you might be doctors. Um, and so more than ever, you're going to have a better understanding. I feel, especially if you're doing, um, gynae stuff, um, or, um, you're an obstetrician, you'll, you'll find that you've got, just this inner knowing, a better knowing, you're growing in your field, but it's just a really, really great time, and then we've got the full card as well, so new beginnings, it's just so positive for you fire signs, like you're about to just step right into some of the best times of your life, and I'm so happy for you, and that's why you've got here, forget that the word failure even exists, do your thing, do your thing fam, do you, do you, the things that you want to do, do it, the things that you want to ask for, ask for it. The worst thing that people can say is no. And after they've said the no, you move the fuck on. But I don't think that you're going to get lots of no's this time. Keep asking for the things. Ask Anything that comes to your mind, ask for it. Ask for it. If you're in a partnership right now, you want this, ask for it. Ask for it. Ask and you shall receive. But if you're not asking for the closed mouth, don't get fed. So I don't mind asking for him. That's what I said. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sorry. I'm just saying, like, just ask for the things that you want, basically, is what you're being told. Uh, 38. Uh, let's see what it says here. Is that even correct? Or is it 38? I don't know German, you know. I don't. I can't remember it. I studied it in school and I forgot. Um, 38. 38. Let's see where it says. Here we go. 
Life offers experiences that are challenging and experiences that are nourishing, yet over time they strike a balance. You move from being, from stasis, to doing, from discovering, to loving, to letting go, to being again. Life is a pendulum swinging between all of these states. You will always oscillate back and forth between doing and being. (laughs) If you are not content with where you are at this moment, remember that all experiences have their place. Accept them without judgment and you will see how the universe adjusts in perfect balance. You reap what you sow. For every cause there is an effect. Wondrous things will be revealed now. Relationship message says, can you find a way to achieve fairness right now? This is a time for listening as well as speaking, for understanding as well as asking to be understood. There is much to be learned and you will learn it if you remain open and objective weighing options and considering all sides. Your heart wants to connect to others, so allow for a balanced exchange of ideas and actions. The best kind of relationship is one in which there is mutual benefit and each party feels heard, valued and respected. Be fair to all. Prosperity message says, now is the time for even exchanges. Justice will prevail and you will be treated accordingly. In all of your affairs, you will be able to negotiate fair settlements. Mutual gain is the gift to you and your partners and colleagues. This is also a good time to square your finances and take stock of how you're, um, you're compensated for your work. The, this card signifies balance, justice and negotiation. So remember that all things must be fairly recompensed. Keep this as your truth and so it will be. Protection message says injustice and inequity are a part of life, but they do not have to define your experience. This is a time when you may observe an injustice righted and fairly redressed. Perhaps you come to the rescue of somebody else or are called to answer for a personal slight. You'll be amazed by the sense of power that surges through you when you stand up for yourself and others. This card also indicates a good time to advocate for others who are less fortunate. Choose your cause and commit to it because you can make a difference. One thing is for certain. If fairness is your intention, the situation will be resolved for the highest good of all concerned through acts of kindness, empathy and courage. So I just think that that's further kind of um, speaking to the, I'm uh, just readjusting my foot, further speaking to the Wheel of Fortune card that things are going to be, like things are now working in your favour. Lots of things are now working in your favour. So if there's something that's happened that you maybe even haven't spoken about in the workplace, this is a great time for you to maybe bring it up because um, whatever you say now pretty much goes. You've got that, you've got that huge that that magic you've got it that good juju you've got it so use it so that is um the water sign that's for the water signs now let's go to the fire signs yeah fire signs we're going to next so let's get these out let's see what i have here what do we have here okay fire signs what do we have here Okay, so fire signs, I am speaking to um, Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. All right. Two of cups in reverse, knight of wands in reverse, ten of swords. Um, And then we've got being who you truly are is enough reason to be loved. And then we've got number 12, a change in the wind. Two of cups hmm, in reverse. Some of you are giving way too much to the wrong people. 
they're just not the ones that will appreciate all the effort that you're putting in to the things that you do. And it's unfair on you. Like you're trying to give, 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 and there's just no balance. There's no reciprocity. I'm not going to sing Lauren Hill again, because I know that the girls were asking for my autograph after I gave that great rendition. But honestly, um, it does feel like this love is a battle. And I don't know whether it's um, a case of we're talking about romantic partnerships or we're just talking about the fulfillment you get from the things that you put your all into. So maybe it's just your career. Maybe it's just your working environment. Heck, for some of you, it might even be your living situation with your landlord. But the thing is, you're putting a lot of effort in and you're not getting a lot out. For those of you who are renting, also be careful of how much you're doing to make these people's homes look really, really good. Because when you leave, are you taking all of the things with you and tomorrow are they going to chat shit so in that case it's good to kind of get things in writing as well but also if you are kind of trying to collaborate on something or work out a deal on something just make sure that you're all headed in the right direction because we've got the knight of wands in reverse here so you're there charging the wrong way or not even the wrong way you're just charging and you're putting a lot of energy um and you're not it feels like a group project that you've taken home to do all of the work and it doesn't have to be that way. Like you might feel like, oh, well, let me just do it because I don't want anyone else to mess it up. But that's actually a lie because everybody's capable of doing their part. And if they're not, they shouldn't be in the group. So you're carrying the girls on your back. Like that's literally what you're doing. I'm looking at the Knight of Wands and the horse. That's what it feels like. Like you're the horse carrying everybody. Um, And what's that done to you? We've got 10 of swords. You are mentally now exhausted. You are absolutely exhausted your fire isn't even burning the way that it should because we've got the knight of wands and it's in reverse like your fire isn't burning the way it should because you're mentally depleted and upon being depleted that we see this figure lying down on the ground on their side and 10 swords are in them one in their neck and um they're still scrolling on their phone so you're still trying to answer emails you're still trying to kind of like be the good um you know colleague and still trying to kind of be like look at me keeping up with my work or you're um scrolling through the phone trying to see where this person is now now that people can be outside who did they go out with where did they go why haven't they responded to your text messages you're sending them a freaking dissertation about what you're feeling only for them to send back raw that's all you get back raw full stop or matting or uh that's a mad one still like you're not getting the energy that you deserve and that's unfair on you and it's also like if we deep it in a different way because I read this thread the other day about um eight house um having your venus in your eighth house which I do and how we kind of go about like giving people a lot of our affection, like giving so much to them to try to like, we see the good in them and we just want to give so much to them. And then when it's not reciprocated, it's just like shut down, complete shutdown. It's not even like, oh, it's literally hundred to a zero. That's how it is. Hundred to zero. And they're just like, rah, what the fuck just happened? And it's, um, I write like that in the thread, it said like, that's unfair on the person as well, because sometimes people need time to kind of ease into situations, you might be sure of what you want, sometimes people just need a little bit more time, and because they're now not meeting you the way that you want to be met, you're now like writing them these long soliloquies about, oh, well, this is how I feel, and you're just not matching me, and that can be overwhelming for some people, because they're still trying to figure out their own emotions, and then everything just gets locked off, because they're just 
wasn't enough time spent with regulating your emotions and thus allowing for them to figure out where they stand in everything. And if they're not standing on the same ground as you, then you can drift apart, go your own ways. I'm not going to sing that one either, but yeah, you can just go and do your own thing. Um, and just remembering that being who you truly are is enough reason to be loved. You should not have to beg and plead for somebody to, is that another Brandy song? Anyway, is that with Monica? I could have imagined it. Anyway, you can't be begging and pleading for somebody to love you because it's either they love you or they don't. You shouldn't have to submit, um, you know, an appraisal to be loved. You shouldn't have to, you know, keep doing all of these things to qualify for love. You like, you qualify for love by merely breathing in and out, by existing, you qualify for love, you know, just by existing, you know, and, and if people aren't showing you that, whether they're friends, whether it's even, um, your work environment, if you're not being shown that who you are is enough reason to just be respected and celebrated, then those aren't the kind of spaces that you need to be in. So then we've got number 12, um, a change in the wind. Let's see what it says here. It says, and it's human nature to yearn for certainty and resist change, to want the world to remain consistent like a zebra's stripes. Yet nothing in human experience is black and white, nor will anything remain static. The one thing guaranteed is change. Now is the time of transformation as outer conditions are temporarily moving out of sync with your desires and expectations. Stay the course and remember that even storms serve to clear the air, scatter seeds and nourish the soil for better things ahead. Life is about to get interesting. Anticipate it with curiosity as you wonder what is coming in the shifting winds. The unknown is where the magic lies. The relationship message says relationships go through periods where patterns seem, um, so where partners seem out of sync with each other and stormy emotions and moods threaten to take down the ship. Perhaps someone has a change of heart and leaves. These rough seas offer opportunities for mutual growth, a way for you to understand your own heart better and to know what you need to be truly happy. Rest assured that whatever is happening now, good will come from it. Take temporary shelter and remove yourself from drama. The air will clear and everything will be fresh and new again. This too shall pass. Prosperity message says, as, soon, um, as you endeavour to create a prosperous life, you may encounter unexpected reversals that cause you to shift directions. This is a good thing, so there is nothing to fear. Perhaps an opportunity you sought went to somebody else. Perhaps you've pursued something that you suddenly realised is not in your highest good. You might not be 100% clear on where you need to go, but you are certain that things are not going as planned. Circumstances are not in your control right now. Wait it out and all will be well. Even better, actually. Trust protection message says there are conditions brewing in your life you have no control over don't fight them change is inevitable and is for the best for the higher good even if this storm blows away the structures you think you've built your dreams on all will turn around um, and turn out as it should you will have a renewed clarity and strength to do something even better spirit is your ally so i think that some of you this is talking about something happening or going to happen i think you're in it that's why the ten of swords is here you're in it and the people that you were expecting to show you the love and show you the support while you're in this mix-up 
that's not what you're really seeing right now. So you've started to question, like, where did I go wrong with choosing these people? Knight of Wands in reverse. Um, you know, um, I don't, I'm not deserving of love. Maybe that's why they're behaving that way. And it's got fuck all to do with you in that sense. It's got everything to do with you and nothing to do with you all at the same time. Like you're just being shown here that where you expend your energy and how to go about choosing the people that when you need them, you can be vulnerable with them and they'll be able to provide the support in one way or another. Because all of us have things going on but I still know that even if I've got things going on people reach out to me that I'm close with and I I know that I can be there in some capacity and be transparent about how much of myself I can you know give to their situation and vice versa and I think that it's important to have those um um, reciprocal kind of dynamics within your friendships and your interactions. So I pray that that resonates with you my fire signs. Now let's move to the earth signs and wrap this up. It's already 42 minutes but it's because I was talking about um, random things at the beginning. Um, let's see what we've got here. Um, okay. 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 So this is a reading for the earth sign. So I'm talking to Virgo, Taurus and Capricorn. Virgo, Taurus and Capricorn. Three of swords, the devil, king of swords in reverse and the world in reverse. Let's get into it. Infidelity, infidelity is the name of the game. Some of you are being naughty. Some of you are being naughty people. Um, no, honestly, no judgment here. There's something about your heart space. Some, it's, it's either you're, you're in some kind of situation. It feels like, um, for some of you, you're in some kind of situation where your heart is elsewhere. Um, and the reason that your heart is elsewhere is because your heart is being hurt, um, here. So your heart has gone elsewhere because your heart has been hurt where you are. And, um, it's making you consider some kind of self-destructive behaviors or self-sabotaging behaviors, the devil here linked to the block. Um, or you feel like, you know, your heart wants to be elsewhere, um, but you can't leave where you are at because there's some kind of like a codependency sort of situation happening. Um, and so you're, you're not making the kind of decisions that you want to make king of swords in reverse. You're not kind of, you're not making this, the decisions that you want to make. You're not making them, um, from the clearest space in your mind. And then we've got the world card where this is a major lesson for you. Like this is not just a, a day-to-day thing that's happening. This is a major lesson for you because when you, it's a test, let's call it what it is. It's a test. Yeah, it's a test from the universe to see how much you've grown in terms of your integrity. Um, how will you navigate this for the for the highest good of all involved? But for yourself, how will you navigate this? Do you need for somebody to come and hold your hand and take you out of this relationship? Whether it's a work vibe or whether it's a romantic vibe, why do you need somebody to hold your hand and take you out of this situation? Or are you brave enough to just be like, you know what, this is not working for me and I can leave on my own. I can do bad all by myself. I do not need to um, have kind of secured the next thing before I jump. Like, because that, what that's saying is like, you're not really confident in yourself and you're going to take underhanded methods in order to protect yourself and to make sure that you're emotionally um, cushy when you, 
should you decide to finally leave that's the kind of vibe that I'm getting but if I read this another way as well um some of you is just, I'm not going to sing Heartbroken. I was going to do that from the from the funky house days. Um, some of you are heartbroken because of um, an infidelity or because of you just, you know, you weren't show, you weren't treated the right way. Um, and you're, and you're still feeling the pain of that. It may not have even been something recent, you know, because this is the first card that came out. So I'm looking at it for some of you as something that happened in the past. Your heart has been hurt. She's got a black heart. Who sang that? Was that Stush? Stushy? Stush? Um, Daddy, I've fallen for a monster. Um, Yeah, some of you fell for a monster. And so it really um, did something to you emotionally. And you feel kind of like, but like you're holding on the devil card here is I'm trying to channel all the messages as they're coming through to me um the devil card here is that that's happened to you in the past and you've taken on a sort of like vengeful nature or hyper vigilant nature when you're now um interacting with other people or um other ways um, other people that you're potential potentials yeah like potentials that you could be dating right but you're not seeing them the right way around king of swords in reverse you can't even see these people clearly because of everything that's happened because to you this is a cycle you don't know how to get out of the world in reverse this is a cycle you do not know how to get out of because it's just like oh but then somebody will hurt me again like another person will hurt me but the nature of love is that love is always that 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 risk of I'm going to jump and I don't know if somebody's going to catch me. But the thing is, the true secret is that when you jump, you fly anyway, you soar, you're not, you know, I can't remember who said it. I want to say it's Maya Angelou, but I could be wrong. Like, wait, so don't talk about that, the fact that you fell into, that you fell into love or I've fallen in love, but I've risen in love. Like I, I, I saw in love, like the love is always within you. Like they are somebody that inspires something that's already in you, the energy that's already in you. So you can keep that baby. I will keep this fire burning. You've got to keep the fire burning, you know? they inspire the feeling, but you're the one that carries the feeling. Do you get me? Like they remind you of where the feeling is in your body and you're the one that experiences it. So you have a way of being able to hold on to that, even if things change externally in terms of that person or that kind of situation. And just be a bit more, like, let loose a bit more, um, it's not a coincidence that this devil card also is a Capricorn card as well, so very heavy kind of Capricorn energy where that's there as well, um, dominating, um, uh, situations, going into situations that feel like you're being dominated, that sort of vibe, um, and a lot of it being secret as well is the vibe that I get, like maybe to the outside world you present as a couple that or as a partnership or relationship that you've got everything together and people might believe that or you might even if it's not a couple situation, you present yourself as a person that's got things together and that you're emotionally transparent, but there is a lot inside you that you're still trying to work through and you need to be honest with that if your heart is still breaking you need to be honest about that nobody needs like nobody needs your perfection because perfection doesn't even exist exist as you are and just tell the truth and the card that came out from the spiritual seasoning for the soul deck is forgive yourself first forgive yourself sometimes 
when our heart breaks, as much as we're upset with whatever situations may have led to that heartbreak, more time we're also upset with ourselves for ever ending up in that situation in the first place or feeling like, oh, well, you know, if I just known this, I could have protected myself and I could have done this and I could have done that. There's only so much that you can do, like forgive yourself. Like you are deserving of your own mercy. You are deserving of your own grace. Like show yourself that. Sometimes we're praying sometimes, like let's say, let's go back to somebody that maybe has been unfaithful yeah every time you're praying for God to forgive you like oh I don't want to share this secret um God forgive me God forgive me but you haven't forgiven yourself like nobody's holding you to it like fam we don't know what you did like forgive yourself allow yourself the chance to 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 do better like you have to be able to do that for you and if it's not a case of infidelity and you've just done some things that whenever you think about it hurts your heart you've got to let it go. If you can make peace in any way, maybe attempt to do that. But if you can't, you've got to let it go. You've got to free yourself from this block, this chain, this block that you're attached to on the devil card. You've got to free yourself. You, you deserve to live your life. So go for it. Um, and then the last card we've got is Treasure Island from the Wisdom of the Oracle deck number nine. Let's see what it says here. Um, it says, you've worked hard and acted upon your unwavering belief in abundance and suddenly in the midst of it all, you hit the jackpot. You have uncovered the map to bury treasure and tap the unlimited potential within you. What you must hone now is your ability to recognize when X marks the spot, because some of these golden opportunities may be obvious, but others may not be so readily apparent. Trust your intuition to light your way now as you enter this truly prosperous phase where all the long hard work navigating your inner life is now paying off externally. In all aspects of your life at this time, you have good fortune. Don't forget to enjoy it and share it with others as treasure um, treasure shared multiplies like magic. Relationship message says... Um, your relationship is a treasure providing even more than you need, but you may not see that right now. No matter how long you've been together, you and your partner are always discovering hidden gems about yourselves and each other. Now is the time for discovery. It's as if everything is in sync and everything is new again. Romance blooms and love is in the air. You can be assured that this partnership will bring you great gifts and valuable lessons. Keep your heart open. The message of this card is to celebrate love and what it teaches you. Prosperity message says at this time, you can be confident that success is yours. Your ideas are all hitting the mark and you're in true manifestation period when you will see evidence of the seeds of prosperity you planted in the past. The appearance of this card in a reading indicates that your dreams and aspirations align with concrete signs of prosperity in the world of form. This is a very auspicious and fortunate time for business. Creative projects will flourish as inspiration strikes. Share your wealth with others too generosity and gratitude should lead you now. Protection message says, poverty consciousness and a sense of not enough cast a shadow over on your path. These ideas and core beliefs come with a high cost. Do you really want to proclaim yourself a victim of disappointment and failed expectations? Are you avoiding success because you will grow so tall that others will want to cut you down? Or is it possible that you're caught in a fear that you will lose what you've acquired so you hold on so tight that you miss opportunities to expand? You are challenged to change the way you see the world and move from a perception of limitations to a perception of abundance. Take a risk for you have nothing to lose except your confinement in a prison of your own making. Open the door and find the abundance waiting for you to claim it. And I think that that's important as well because I mentioned about it, um, you know, reading this from 
a career perspective as well. That's why we see the three of swords and that's why we see the devil. Because when we're looking at it here, like you're, you can leave at any time. I know that I'm saying that and I don't want you to go and just like walk out of your job and slap your manager on the way out. But I am really saying that you should consider that there is always another option in where you are in terms of um, your work environment. Because if you're not being seen properly, King of Swords in reverse, for what you bring to the table, then how are you going to progress the world in reverse? How are you going to be able to do the things that you need to do? So that's why you're being reminded that the treasure all of the time is you, and you've got to forgive yourself for all of the choices that you may have made, or all the ways that you've undersold yourself in situations, and not advocated for yourself in situations when you've deserved better. And, um, you know, again, in terms of relationships, and we're looking at this devil card and the three of swords, Holding on to resentment for the things that have played out in your relationship is only making your heart dark and it's only making your heart hurt. So if it's possible and you're in a position to do so, some of you should consider relationship counselling because that will be what helps, the, um, as this card says, to help the relationship blossom and to bloom in a new way that maybe you would not have ex um, expected. Because if there's still treasure there and you're still there and you clearly want to be there, you've got to fight, fight, fight for this love as that Geordie girl said that like to slap the black woman in the toilet so um that's that really that's those are all of the reason readings i pray that they resonated with you um for 55 minutes on just talking about um tarot and all of the things so i guess we'll just zoom through the other bits so i'm not keeping you here forever and ever but before i get into that let me pick up one of this week's um show sponsors who are linked in and i'll be right back like I said, big up this week's show sponsor who are linked in because today so many small businesses like myself, small business owners are out here busier than ever searching for and interviewing the right candidates, um, you know, for their jobs. And this can take a lot of time it Can take a lot of time away from managing and growing your actual business. That's why LinkedIn jobs have made it easier to, um, the candidates, um, for you to, to kind of get the candidates that are worth actually interviewing and it makes it all fast and it's nice. And what free? Um, yeah, I mean, I've recently got, um, two new studio managers, uh, for the, for the studio, for the pole dance studio. And I mean, I'm blessed that I've already, I already know them to as teachers so I already know how they work so it was kind of easy for me to make that decision of like okay these are the people that I want to do this job but I also know how I'm as a person hiring I'm very emotional like I can be really kind of like oh but I don't want to tell them no and how do I do this and how do I do that and I guess like with LinkedIn you could just look at their CV check if it kind of aligns with the kind of thing that you're expecting and it makes your life a lot more simple. So if you're looking for any sort of, um, you know, uh, staff for your small business, then you should check out LinkedIn. You can create a free job in uh, a free job post in a few minutes and, um, you know, it can reach a network or it can reach your network and beyond. Um, they've got the world's largest professional network with over 30 million people in the UK. 
Focus on candidates with the skills and experience that you need. Use screening questions to get your role in front of only the most qualified people. And I think that that really helps as well. So if you're like needing help with certain things, if you're needing certain jobs to be done, I know that the more that I work with people, I realize the things that I need for my business and and from not getting it. So I'm just like, okay, this is what I'm going to ask for next time. So then using simple tools on LinkedIn jobs to quickly filter and prioritize who you'd like to interview and hopefully hire. So LinkedIn jobs help you to find the candidates worth interviewing faster and you can post the job for free. Just visit linkedin.com slash straws. Again, that's linkedin.com slash straws to post the job for free. And obviously terms and conditions and all of them things apply. So go and get your life. Anyway, let's get to share your magnificence. This week's share your magnificence goes out to Kiara Wilson if you don't know the name, the name doesn't sound familiar. Well, Kiara Wilson is the girl who came up with the TikTok dance for Megan The Stallion's um, song, Savage. Uh, she was the one that came up with the dance challenge. And yeah, I just think that it's wonderful that she's now been able to uh, copyright that dance She's been able to copyright it because remember a few weeks ago I was talking about the um, black TikTokers um, striking and um, yeah, I think that we've really gotten to that stage where black people need to be copywriting their things because not everyday theft, not everyday neocolonialism, like it's just, it's just ridiculous. So it says here, Black TikTokers are taking back their creativity one step at a time. In light of the TikTok strike that erupted on the um, the platform in late June, Black TikTok is now taking a public stand for their creativity and viral contributions. While others on the app find their own ways to protect their intellectual property, TikTok creator Kiara Wilson is finally getting justice for the dance challenge that helped Megan Thee Stallion become a Grammy-winning artist. According to um, a press release, Wilson, who created the Savage Challenge, hashtag Savage Challenge to Megan's Savage sing, um, Savage single earlier last year, attended a dinner celebration for the creators for BIPOC um, month and, ha- and was surprised to learn that she earned the copyrights for her viral dance with help from Logitech and award-winning choreog- um, choreographer Jaquel Knight. And I think that I just love to see it. I just love to see it because um, there are so many barriers that face um, black creators, like digital creators and steps like this really, really help. But I think that what's going to happen is that because people don't like to play, pay black women for the things and they, um, especially black women, but they don't like pay, paying black people for things, right? Suddenly they're not going to want to do those particular challenges. They'll want to go and find somebody who hasn't been able to copyright, who's just small in their own corner of the internet and then steal their shit. Just like there was the black girl I think it was Letitia um, Kai that I mentioned who was in um, The Night of the Kings, Night of the Kings uh, by Philippe um, Cote. Um, um, yeah, um, Philippe Lacote. I mentioned that, I think, a couple of weeks ago. But she was making these very elaborate hairstyles with wire and her hair. And then a white girl started trying to do the same on TikTok, I think it was, or was it Instagram? And it's just the way that people like to just steal things because they're like, oh, nobody's ever going to find out because you're over there and I'm over here and nobody's ever going to know. So I feel like the more that things like this become regulated, then suddenly 
um, white creators aren't going to like it as much. They're not going to want to do the dances because, oh, how can I go about stealing it? Because I don't want to pay for this. Like all of the people who've managed to get the biggest platforms and the biggest followers from copying these dances that these black people are creating without crediting them are usually white girls. And um, it really, really sucks. Um, so I'm glad that he, um, Kiana's getting the things that she deserves. She definitely needs to... Um, you know, have this. And I think the other people who got the, um, their copyrights for their dance, um, young Deji, creator of the Woe Dance, then Full Out Courtland, creator of Doja Cat Say So performances at the 2020 Billboard Music Awards. Then Nene Twins, creators of the dance, the Megan Thee Stallion Savage remix featuring Beyonce. Chloe Arnold, Salute a Legend, choreography for Is It Syncopated Ladies. And Maya Johnson and Chris Cotter, creators of the Up dance to Cardi B single. Uh, copywriting choreography in this day and age has been an uphill battle for creators, especially black dancers. So Logitech and Knight's partnership represents a small step towards progress that's helping to ease the process and rewrite a future that allows more creatives to benefit from their work. And like I said, I really, I really love to see it. And I'm glad that Kiara called her Kiana. I'm really glad that Kiara got to have her thing. So two slaps on your chest, Kiara, for getting your, your dance copyrighted and I hope that more black creators more young black creators go on to do the th and to like do the same thing because not every day like I said not everyday theft not everyday stealing okay um so yeah so that's that anyway let's get to um so you mad so my first so you mad for this week is um really sad because Obviously, we all knew that for Simone Biles to be to have been going through what she was going through, something must have happened, right? But she then said um, last week that during the Olympics, her aunt had died. And, you know, fuck you, Piers Morgan. An absolute massive fuck you. Fuck you from the depths of my heart, you stupid, tight-collared cunt. Fuck you, stupid. Because, like very real things are happening in people's lives, but they, they shouldn't have to tell you that real things are happening in their lives to just not be subjected to abuse. Like we should have the decency to be like, oh, you know, if she's, if the greatest gymnast of all time is wobbling, then maybe something is up and maybe she needs to rest and maybe she needs to be left alone rather than being goaded by fucking idiots about, oh, well, why is she, why she needing a mental health break? She knew the Olympics was coming up. Oh, I'm sorry. Was she meant to just tell her brain and her heart that, oh, guys, we've got the Olympics coming up. You're just going to have to fucking deal with it. No, because that's not how mental health works, you pricks absolute pricks but the moment you say something racist suddenly it's like oh guys I only said it because my mental health is struggling or my sugar levels are low there's always an excuse for you and your racism but people can't just be going through things in life um and so I just yeah I just really really felt for her and I like that um she tweeted that she'll forever be thankful to Juna Tendo who uh, for allowing her to come train separately when she was trying to get her skills back and, um, I just think that that was beautiful. And I read the story. It says here, um, to get back to the competition floor, Biles needed a private gym with soft mats and foam pits to try to relearn basic gymnastics away from the intense spotlight that radiates over the greatest gymnast ever. She found it in a quiet, distant suburb of Tokyo in a facility near rice fields, about an hour's drive from the competition venue and venue. Two hours after Aoki 
got the call. Biles arrived. He had quickly talked the gymnastics, um, talked to the gymnastics coaches. They locked all the entrances for her. No one could catch a glimpse of her as she tried to regain skills that had been hardwired for her just um, that had been hardwired for her just days earlier. Um, she practiced for two hours that day. Then she came back for three more days. Each time Aoki said she was accompanied by her coaches and a medical provider. Tokyo, um, early Wednesday morning last week, the phone um, jun of Junatendo University professor Kazuro Aoki rang. On the line was an American with a discreet request. There was a gymnast who needed to use the school's gym. There is a complicated, this is a complicated matter, he was told, but this is for Biles. Um, about 12 hours earlier, Simone Biles had stunned the world by pulling out of the women's team final when it, while it was still underway. A shaky vault leaving her certain she could not continue to perform safely or effectively. Biles would later say she couldn't understand how or why everything went wrong, but that she had lost her sense of where she was in the air as she twisted and turned. The same, uh, the same traits that made her indomitable um, in events like the vault and floor vanished and her confidence was shredded. I read that back to front like a very wayward person but you get what I mean um and that's why she needed to go to this uh, gym and they locked it for her and she was able to practice and I just thought that that was really really like beautiful that they let her do that um and meanwhile you know she's got all of this stuff going on with her um, aunt dying as well so I imagine before her aunt died she was already sick that sort of thing and she was just trying to navigate all of this and something just switched off and I think that that happens in life like something just switches off and I hope her boyfriend isn't giving her any stress because if I find out later on that he was actually contributing to this I think he deserves a community flogging I think we all need to get get together and slap him around the face 10 times each but if that's not the case then that's fine um because you can't be messing with the greatest of all time when she's got to go and perform but I love that she's now won um a bronze medal for the balance beam because she deserves and whatever medal she has this time round or the next time round she will always Simone Biles will always be the greatest gymnast of all time and if you don't like it you know what you can do suck your mom suck your mom so um yeah big up to Simone Biles for that um and then my next so you mad whoo whoo the getter is all I can say the absolute getter Matt Damon, Matt Damon, um, that, that show, that film was so problematic, so I don't even, yeah, that was just a very problematic show, um, let's bring this up, so Matt Damon, um, was interviewed, he's got a new film coming out, because they only seem to say all of this bullshit when they've got a film or something coming out, and he basically told us that he's, um, he's only, his daughter taught him or told him that he needs to stop using the F word when describing gay people. And, you know, he said, oh, she told him that a few months ago. And I'm just like, at your big, big age of 50, your daughter is now having to tell you that you shouldn't be using the F word. Is there something or is everything all right at home? Like, are you, is everything okay? Um, and he then came back later to then be like, oh, no, 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 I've never used it. I was just saying my daughter told me not to use it. No, no, but you came and told us that you used it. So what, I don't get your, you came and told on yourself and now you're saying that yourself was lying. How many mats are there? So Matt 1.0 was lying on Matt 2.0. I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. What's happening? Are you short circuiting? Um, so yeah, I think that they, well, he's now said like they've had to kind of pull, I think they've, 
yeah, it's, it's a madness. It's a madness. But I'll just read it to you. Um, let's see. It says here, um, Matt Damon, famously a father of daughters, has been taught by his children that he's not supposed to use homophobic slurs mere months ago. For some reason, the Stillwater actor volunteered this information in um, a new interview he did with Sunday Times, in which he ruminated on the changing definitions of masculinity in Hollywood and his numer um, numerous media missteps. The Oscar winner, who has three daughters with wife Luciana Barroso, revealed that during a recent meal with his family, he used that uh, what the outlet noted is the most taboo term for gay people, much to the, uh, to the dismay of one of his children, who are age 15, 12 and 10. So I just want us to take a moment with that. Matt Damon is 50 years old. He has lived five decades at this point. Five. Five decades. He's seen five lots of 10 years. He's 50 years old, half of 100. And, um, it takes the daughter, it takes children, daughters who are 15, 12 and 10, one of them, one of them to tell him he shouldn't be using those words. None of then none of them are adults. None of them are adults. And was the wife at the table? What's she saying? But either way, none of these children are adults. They haven't even matched you in half your age. And they know that they should, that these terms shouldn't be used. But you at your big, big age, at your big, big age, do not know that you're not meant to be calling people that word. Wow. Wow. Um, he goes on to say, the word that my daughter calls the F slur for a homosexual was commonly used when I was a kid with a different application. No, Matt. No, Matt, Matthew, or um, Matt Gregory, whatever your name might be, because sometimes people are Matt and they're just Matt and they're not Matthew, they're just Matt. But I don't know, you might be Matt Jeffrey. All I know is that you're a liar and you're a vagabond and you're a thief because that word has always meant what it meant. The same way that nigger has always meant what it meant. You can't say, oh no, nigger with a hard R is different because that's when you're in insulting people. But if you say nigger with an A, then you're just talking about your homies. You can't now start coming to change the terms to suit you. It's always meant the same thing. And the F word has always meant the same thing. You can't just decide that, oh no, it means something different. Because the only time you ever called somebody that was to undermine their quote unquote masculinity. That's the only time people were ever called that. So I don't know what you'd be saying about it meant something different back in your day. What did it mean? What did it mean in your day? Hmm? Because I know that there are a box of, are they, are they, um, what meat are they? Those balls that you get from, um, from Morrison's. They're like old school, like meatballs that you can have with, um, mashed potatoes or chips, whatever the hell you want to have them with. But you're a liar. You're a very big liar. He then goes on to say, um, I made a joke months ago and got a treatise from my daughter. She left the table. Imagine, I don't know whether it was the 15 year old or the 12 year old, the 10 year old, but you made that, that child left the table because they were disgusted with your behavior. And that tells me that children don't just get up and like that and leave, right? That means that you've done it before and they've told you, dad, don't do that. And you've done it again. And they've gone, you know what? Fuck this shit. I don't need my pocket money. Fuck you, you ho. I'm off. I'm not sitting at this table with you. And that's when they've now left that, that you're telling on yourself. You are telling on yourself. He then goes, I said, come on, it's a joke. I say it in the movie, stuck on you, Damon continued, referencing the much derided 2003 film. Yes, a movie that came out nearly 20 years ago. She went to her room and wrote a very long, beautiful treatise on how 
um, that word is dangerous. I said, I retire the F slur. I understood. So it took all of that. She had to even go to her room to now write you a letter. So like, look at what you've done to one of your children, whether they're 15, 12 or 10. You've now turned them into the type of white woman that has to go and write a strongly worded letter in their own home. Usually they're just writing it to Apple Care. Now you're making them write it in their own home. It's nowhere sacred anymore, Matt, Matt Gregory, hmm? Matt Jeffrey. It's nowhere sacred anymore. Wow. His admission struck many fans as particularly frustrating, given that he is a 50-year-old man living in the year 2021. So Matt Damon just figured out months ago, by way of a treatise from a child, that he's not supposed to say the word comedian Trayvon Free wrote on Twitter. Um, and so many people dragged him, like many, many people were dragging him. Um, it says here in a later interview with Ellen DeGeneres, sorry, DeGeneres, he claimed his comments were mischaracterized, saying that he was just trying to say actors are more effective when they're a mystery. You're damn right. You're damn right. But actually, I don't want actors to be a mystery anymore I don't want to support you I don't want to support movies you're in if you're a cunt I want to know exactly who you are so I know exactly who I'm supporting because for too long we have revered actors directors writers producers in the industry for so long so long not realizing that they are the foot bottom they are the foot crust of the devil's hoof and I think that we need to know who these people are. So we're not doing that because people like myself deserve to shine, right? And not people who are moving mad and being horrible to people. So actually, I don't want you to be a mystery. I want to know exactly what I'm getting. I want it written right on that motherfucking box. Um, it goes on to say, and yet Damon seemingly has yet to learn his lesson, even while reflecting on how his thoughtless remarks can quickly become international news. Um, using a bizarre analogy, he said... 20 years ago, the best way I can put it is that the journalists listening, listen to the music more than the lyrics of an interview. Now your lyrics are getting passed to pull them out of context and get the best headline possible. Before it, re it didn't really matter what I said because it didn't make the news, he continued. But maybe the shift is a good thing. So I shut the fuck up more. And what did I say earlier? What did I say earlier? What did I say? Let shutting the fuck up be a spiritual practice for us all. If you've got nothing to say, if you don't know if what you're about to say is wild, then don't say anything. Just be quiet. Shut up. Bear people, bear organizations constantly writing about, oh guys, we're listening and we're learning. We're listening and we're learning. No, you're not listening. You're not listening and you're not learning because you keep talking. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. I think that's even what the title of this is going to be. If it's not going to be Matt Gregory or Matt Jeffrey, it's definitely going to be the spiritual practice of STFU. Is it? Yeah. The spiritual practice of STFU. Shut, shutting the fuck up. Um, yeah. And he's, I guess he just made it worse for himself. He just kept talking, just kept talking and sometimes just leave it alone. Like stop making it worse. You told us the story with your own mouth. Like, stop it. And even if you're trying to argue it away with like, oh, but I used to, say, I've never not said this kind of horrible stuff. You lot just didn't notice because it didn't make the news. Basically, what do you, were you saying that because you were irrelevant, your bigotry didn't matter before or because social media didn't exist. So your, your bigotry didn't matter before. Whatever your reasoning is, the fact of the matter is it matters now. And that's why you're getting dragged and you're just going to have to deal with it. And generally speaking, I think that 
um, more celebrities, especially white celebrities, need to be encouraged to go and write down things in a journal because they come onto social media or they give these interviews to um, to journalists and they say the wildest things. And it's just like, fam, you could have just kept that in a journal. You didn't need to tell the rest of us. Like, is it Kristen Bell? Kristen Bell? Is that her name? Kirsten Bell? She's blonde and she, she wasn't the one in the good place, was she? Anyway, I think she was the one in the good place. I can't quite remember. But she came out and said, oh, you know, I don't bathe my children until they're stinking or something. And I'm like, again, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis just talked about their own the other day. You lot need to stop telling us that you don't know how germs work. You need to stop giving us this information because you're not making life comfortable for the rest of us to know that upon all the money and access that you have, you're still choosing to be dirty and stinky. Allow it. Just get these white celebrities, get them a journal, get them a journal and let them go and write their shit there. But um, anyway, Matt then comes back and he says that, um, you know, I never said the F slur. Um, I stand with the I stand with the LGBTQ plus community. (sighs) Um, he goes, he says here, Matt Damon is insisting that he has never used the F slur following backlash from a recent interview. In an article posted on the Sunday Times, the Stillwater star was quoted saying he had stopped using the offensive term months ago when his daughter wrote him a treatise on how the word is dangerous. But now that he's been cussed and he's been dragged to hell and back, he's now said, um, he has never used the word in his personal life and does not use slurs of any kind. He also affirmed that he understands why the interview led to many to assume the worst. And I hate this gaslighting. I hate this gaslighting. You gave that interview and you said with your own mouth that this is what I used to say months ago at your big, big age of 50, five lots of 10. You said that that's what you used to say months ago and your daughter, unless you lied about the story. So did you just make up a story on your daughter like Kevin Hart? Did you just make up a story about your daughter to get you more laughs? I don't understand. Like, tell the truth. Like, what are you, what are you really, really saying? Because it's either you said it or you didn't. But it sounds like you did say it and now you're trying to backpedal. And the reason that you need to do that is because you're promoting a whole last film and you're going to cause a lot of drama for that film. If that film doesn't sell your contract, you're going to get fucked if that film doesn't sell because of the nonsense that you've been saying in the public. Um, It says here, during a recent interview, I recorded a discussion I had with my daughter where I attempted to contextualise for her the progress that has been made, though by no means completed, since I was growing up in Boston and as a child heard the word used um, on the street before I knew what it referred to. Damon said in the statement, I explained that that word was used constantly and casually and was even a line of dialogue in a movie of mine as recently as 2003. She in turn expressed incredulity that there could ever have been a time that that word was used unthinkingly. Um, To my admiration and pride, she was extremely articulate about the extent to which that word would have been painful to someone in the LGBTQ plus community, regardless of how culturally normalised it was. I not only agreed with her, but thrilled at her passion, values and desire for social justice. Let me tell you this, like you've got a great publicist because they're really, the spinning that these lot are having to do, man, you should call them Grandmaster Flex for the kind of spinning that they're having to do. I don't even remember if Grandmaster Flex is a DJ. Anyway, I have never called anyone um, the F word in my personal life. And this conversation with my daughter was not a personal awakening. I do not use slurs of any kind. I think that's a lie. Come on. 
Damon continued, I have learned that eradicating prejudice requires active movement towards justice rather than finding a passive comfort in imagining myself as one of the good guys. And given that open hostility against the LGBTQ plus community is still not uncommon. I understand why my statement led many to assume the worst. To be as clear as I can be, I stand with the LGBTQ plus community. Of course, you have to go and put out a press release, but you're a liar. You're a liar. and You're making it out like everybody else misunderstood what you said when actually we just read the words that you said. But um, you know what? It is what it is because once you get your journal, I think that everything will be better. But at the same time, like I said, it's good to know where people stand on these things. So I would really like to know. But at the same time, go and write it down. Um, it's a confusing place to exist in. Kristen Bell, that's her name. Kristen Bell. She says, Kristen Bell says, um, she waits for kids to stink before bathing them. She's the same one that had a children's book out, didn't she, about um being purple or whatever and trying to teach children that colour doesn't matter. And again, this all lives matter and we don't see colour movement that white women are really on makes me sick to my stomach. And I just wish that we'll tell the truth in the publishing world. And if more people pretended not to, to uh, pretended that they could actually, if more people stopped pretending that they couldn't see colour, we'd be in a better place. Because I read, is it Kate Clanchy or whatever her name is? The author, the Scottish author that was getting dragged back and forth for her descriptions in her book or something that she wrote when she says, and um, what I, what I, what, I taught kids or kids taught me, whatever the book is. Um, and she's the way that she's describing black children in this book is very, very wild. Initially, she said, oh, it's a lie. And people are taking my words out of context until somebody literally print, like um, took a screenshot of each page and was like, no, girl, you said it. And again, other white women came to her defense like, oh, but why can't we write? What's the issue with us writing about black characters? If black characters can write about themselves in this way, why can't we write about them in this way? Just the sheer ignorance of it is very, very wild to me. But the fact that these big, big publishers, they'll be giving, you like big publishers love to give attitude and come with chest when they're speaking to authors like myself, right? But then you put out a whole book with all of these tropes in it or all of these like very offensive terms in it and you didn't get a sensitivity reader. You couldn't part with the massive advance that you're paying this person. You couldn't use that small, small money to pay a sensitivity reader. So you're not getting flogged like this publicly in fact is what you all of you motherfuckers deserve that's what should be happening to you because why you simply believe that you can go unchecked and like oh you know I remember the piece that I wrote for um it's okay it's not okay to feel blue and other lies where I wrote about mental health and I wrote about my experiences with mental health um and I know that at the beginning, the editors wanted to put a trigger warning. That's a trigger warning racism. No, no, no. They, you don't need to add a trigger warning to what I've written. It's not, that's no, because then what you're doing is stopping people from going to read the thing. They need to read it in its entirety. Why does there need to be a um, thing, trigger warning racism? No, no, no. It's my experience. Let them read it as it is. But again, it's always about wanting white people to feel comfortable about reading the very uncomfortable experiences of black people. And obviously the trigger warning thing did not make it in there but I just felt um about racism did not make it in there but I just thought that that was an interesting thing that that's what they went to first like let's protect people who are about to read it but who are we protecting I don't think we're protecting the black people clearly it's the white people from reading my experiences um so yeah it's all very very mad but um 
But Kristen said, um, Kristen Bell joked that she and Dax Shepard used to wait for their daughters, eight years old, uh, eight year old Lincoln and six year old Delta to start giving off body odor before bathing them. She's like, I'm a big fan of waiting for waiting for the stink. She laughed on Tuesday's episode of The View. Once you catch a whiff, that's biology's way of letting you know you need to clean it up. The actress, 41, explained, 41 years old, 41 years old. Um, there's a red flag. Honestly, it's just bacteria. Once you get bacteria, you got to be like, get in the tub or the shower. No, the thing is the bacteria was already on them before they stank. So now when you can smell that they're stinking, that means that the bacteria has gotten to such a level that we're now having problems. And I'm not surprised that so many children at nursery, now that I realise the washing habits of a lot of people around me, I'm not surprised that so many children get colds and this and that when they go nursery, because most times a lot of you aren't bathing your children before you send them out to come and be in nursery with my child and that's really really a problem for me do better wash your children don't wait until they stink just bathe them daily and if you're like oh but their skin's gonna dry out that's what moisturizer is fucking for put some moisturizer on their blood class skin and send them outside wow sorry i needed to get off that get that off my chest because it really bothers me um but yeah that's that anyway for so you mad um let's pick up the second show sponsor for this week who are better help before we wrap all of this stuff up um very shortly yeah this podcast is sponsored by better help is there something interfering with your happiness or is preventing you from achieving your goals like maybe sharing that you used to use the f word as a slur um, and sharing on a national newspaper instead of writing it in your journal or maybe speaking to a professional. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional therapy done securely online. There's a broad range of expertise available, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video and or phone calls. Um, so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room and have everybody staring inside your nostrils. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change therapists. If needed, um, it's um, also more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available. BetterHelp want you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read the testimonials on there. And also, um, when you go on there, you can visit betterhelp.com forward slash your mind. That's better H E L P.com forward slash your mind and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. In fact, so many people have been using better help that they're recruiting additional ther therapists in all 50 states. So the special offer for all Say Your Mind listeners, you get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com forward slash your mind. So Matt Damon, I suggest you go and use that. Anyway, let's move on and jump to start your motors. So Start Your Motors is super quick this week. Why? Because the um, drivers, the entire Formula One um, franchise, everybody is on a summer holiday break. So they're not returning until August 27th when we, that's Friday, August 27th. And then the race will be in Belgium. You, you, that, the race will be in Belgium and it's the Belgium Grand Prix. Um, the race day is Sunday 29th of August. And I'm very much looking forward to that. 
especially since Lewis Hamilton left everything as um, the champion, the current champion um, for the first half of the championship. So we're hoping that second half of the championship, he comes through and collects all of his things, all of the trophies, collect everything, take every single thing and let everybody else cry. But um, yeah, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting. We have to just see um, how all of that is going to play out. Um, and yeah, so everyone's on a break. They're on a summer break now. I'm seeing bare enjoyment from the, those that I follow, um, who are part of the whole Formula One, um, you know, environment. All of them are taking a break and living their best life. Some of them are on the beach. Some of them are, you know, just, just chilling. And there needs to be a break because it's so, it's so high octane. It's so, of course someone needs to rest at some point. So yeah, so basically what I'm saying here is that, um, Start Your Motors will be back from, I guess, Monday 30th of August, is it then Monday? Yeah, Monday 30th of August, then Start Your Motors will be back when I've got, actually got something to report back to you um, in terms of all the drama that would have taken place in the race. Now, anyway, let's get to Straw of the Week, aka Suck Your Mum. And um, I don't think I've cussed out the government. It may be... No, I, did I cuss out the government last week? Even if I didn't cuss out the government last week, you know I can't go too long without cussing the government. So here we go. Whew. So three senior Tory MPs. Um, so three senior Tories how, are now either... Um, uh, have now either replaced a phone or have suffered I, an IT glitch. Um or replace the device coinciding with being asked to hand over phone records related to cases. I just think that this is um, really, really interesting because ever since all the things that um, Dominic Cummings has um, shared about the way that the government's been moving, although I don't know, like, who is going to investigate this whole situation? Like, who is going to investigate it? Like, how are they investigating themselves? You, like, do you get what I mean? It's just very, it's a real mindfuck. Like, oh, we've got to do an investigation into the corruption of the Tories, but you are the Tories and you're investigating yourself. So of course you're not going to find anything. Or the reason that you're doing these searches is because you're trying to find out who's giving extra in information to Dominic Cummings after he's left. And that's why you want the phones. But suddenly they're all moving like, oh no, 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 no. Our phone is broken. Um, so, you know, um, it needs to be replaced. But the thing, if the police wanted your phone, whether you claim that it's broken or not, they can still get the information out of it that they need. So just hand the phone over, really. But they won't. And I just think it's another thing that just goes to show the sheer corruption of this government and how absolutely everything is fucked when we're talking about the way that this government moves. And nobody seems to be batting an eyelid. I'm so surprised that the three lions, you know, these these British bulldogs, like people aren't raising their voices more, that they're not um, dissenting more to the way that they're being treated, that the way that they're being robbed in broad daylight, they're just allowing it to happen because they've been promised that some, some brown people will be kept off their shores. It's really sad. It's really, really sad that people are letting themselves be played like this. Like British people are going out sad. They're literally going out sad. I know that they've won loads of medals at the Olympics. I feel no way about it. I've got nothing to say about that. But um, yeah, I just, I just really think it's, it's disgusting that um, the most, like, the most basic excuse is what's being given for very wild things that are going on. Hand over your fucking phone. 
hand over your phone so people can see what you've been up to. And if it's because you've been sharing information with people who are now meant to be on the outside, own it. Own it and say that you think that the prime minister is useless. You want him gone and just say what the things are. All of this stuff that everybody else is doing, I just find it incredibly wild. So again, yet again, I think is Carrie Simmons pregnant again. I think I read the other day that she's pregnant again for Boris Johnson. And I'm a bit stunned by that because what you're telling me is that she enjoys having sex with Boris Johnson. And I, and I want to understand why, like, why would you do that to yourself? Like of all the things you can do for pleasure in this life, like you can have nails, like metal nails stuck into your eyeballs, but you chose that you want to sleep with Boris Johnson and you want him to ejaculate inside you. That's just, that's really, that's self-harm. I don't, I don't understand why anybody would want to do that to themselves, but you have to be another level of evil to even want to procreate with such a vile, vile man. But, you know, each to their own, because I feel like all of these, um, white upper class girls, they don't have a sense of smell. Maybe that's why their nose is upturned like that, but they don't have a sense of smell because I know that that guy doesn't smell nice. And I know that he's never region smell even worse, but you're there creating a child with him for a second time. That's an extreme sport, one that should never, ever make it to the Olympics. But I just want to say a massive, um, you know, suck your mum yet again to the government because um, they'll forever be mad in my eyes. Um, and I guess that's that. That's it for this week's episode of SYM. I've really covered all of the things. Remember that you can send your letters and send your voice notes. Oh, damn, I didn't even read any out today. Or um, you can send your letters, you can send your voice notes to SYM at com. If you want to um, join Patreon, it's patreon.com com forward slash Kelechi Okafor and um you can follow me on at Kalechnikov or at Say Your Mind Pod although I haven't been posting uh, posting recently but I'll be back um by the time you probably listen to this I'll be back so yeah that's that thank you for listening I appreciate you all remember to tweet about the things I love reading your tweets and stuff and yeah I guess I'll catch you later I have been Kalechi and this has been SYM officially known as Say Your Mind unofficially known as what what that's right suck your mum peace it's the Benz Brunani woman is Baby boys, baby girls, you need to hear this Baby sit down, sit down, receive this realness Make sure your cup's ready for the tea we are go sippy yo Hard time scrolling for your long trots You might learn something you never know Could let you find And she's one of a kind Don't say you mind, say you mind